Welcome everyone, my name is John and this is the Weird, Awkward, and Cool Podcast. Now you may know me from my other podcast, Sporting Waves, a sports podcast with Barbershop Takes. Shout out to that, shout out to my co-host DJ. This is something different. For those who don't know me, welcome. This is going to be a peek into my mind because those who do know me know that I'm weird, know that I'm awkward, and I can be cool at times. And then this podcast, I'm just going to talk about some, a merit of topics. It's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward moments. It's going to be some cool shit because cool shit happens. And each week as we discuss these topics, I hope you can learn a little bit about myself and see a little bit of yourself in the things that I speak. So, you know, I'm not much for long talking, so let's get it started. So this past weekend, I was at uh, One Music Fest, beautiful festival. Uh, I can't say that enough. I'll get to that in another time, but I had Slutty Vegan for the first time. Those who do not know what Slutty Vegan is, it is this vegan burger spot. Oh, man. So just to get to the point, the burger was pretty good. It wasn't the best, you know, because it wasn't real meat, but it was pretty good. It's uh, located here in, in Atlanta, and it is notoriously known for uh, having long lines with the food truck and the shop and restaurant that they have here. People uh, love that shit. I mean, the line is at least 45 minutes to three hours long. Personally, I can wait three hours for nothing. Not no food, not like standing in line, especially it's not no sit-down restaurant. It's just like you go into that shit and get your burger and you're going. But hey, people love it. Hey, I tried it. Shout out to, you know, having good people in your life that make sure that you don't have to wait in line. So shout out to you. But uh, man, this craze has been hitting, hitting everything. I mean... They sell out quickly. Veganism is just, is just a whole wave. So much that, I mean, the shit is weird. Like, how popular this plant-based uh, meat is going. Like, I just saw in a commercial of Burger King selling the Impossible Whopper. I mean, they got the Beyond Meat. They got, you know, fake this, fake that. I'm just, I'm shocked. I mean, I used to work at Burger King. That time was crazy. But just to think about selling fake meat is it's bewilding to me i mean it's i can't even fathom i mean it got so big that they're selling shit that's already bad for you in an alternate form i was like i just thought about it what's in this plant in this plant-based uh, meat is it um grass is it broccoli does it have the right nutrients i looked it up i did my googles and i saw that it had more sugar than a normal burger uh, I don't know how they make it, the burger, because are they brawling it? You know, it's just like, what are they What are they doing? It's it's very science meat to me. That's what that shit is calling out. And I'm like, like ugh. I just don't get it. I mean, I understand the shit that we already eat is bad, but we're just going to put in some other shit that's not even real. Like, we know that that shit not real. We have an idea that the shit that, that we already eating that they call meat isn't real, but they are telling us this shit is not real. We made this shit in a lab. We put some chemicals together. We put some plants, I say with uh, quotation marks, together. And uh, we came up with some shit. And it's all random shit like Impossible Burger, Impossible Whopper. We got the KFC meatless chicken. Like, what the fuck is a meatless chicken? And of course, that shit is in Atlanta. So they trying to, uh, you know, I'm conspiracy theory guy. So I'm just like, why are they doing that shit here? Like, what's the point? 
Like, why is Atlanta the first place you want to try this meatless chicken? But I got to say that I've had this this alternative, and it's not bad. I can remember uh, a couple of months ago, I went to uh, my co-host's birthday party. Shout out to DJ once again. Uh, and he's totally vegan. He's been vegan for months. And he had a whole vegan birthday party. And I remember having the shrimp. I was just tearing that shit up because it was good. Can't got to admit. He hit me up, you know, a couple of days later. He was like... Man, you was fucking them shrimp up. I was like, yeah, man, them shits was good. He's like, yeah, you know, those some vegan shrimp. And that shit uh, befuddled me. I was befuddled because, look, this was like real, I mean, it was breaded. I mean, it, it was curved like shrimp. You know, I'm from Louisiana, so I love shrimp. I love seafood. And I was like, man, this shit tastes like shrimp. I don't, now I don't even know what it is. Like, what the fuck did I just eat? Uh, is it, is it, is it more uh, vegetables? Uh, I think it's like it's jackfruit or some shit, which I, I'm not. I'm still not understanding how you can make a jackfruit taste like shrimp. But neither that's neither here or there, man. So um, yeah, had slutty vegan, popular, uh, popular, popular Atlanta staple at this point. Shout out to Pinky, uh, the founder of that. Uh, and I had this burger called the One Night Stand. Tastes like a a uh, Big Mac with bacon, cheese. It came with fries. Of course, it's, it came from a food truck, so that shit was kind of expensive. $15. And, um, ugh. you know, one thing I just didn't like was the bacon. Like, I love bacon. You know, it was one time in high school, uh, my substitute teacher tried to convert me to Islam. But I cannot do it because I cannot give up the swine. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But I love bacon that much, you know, that I would not change religions for it. Like, you know, even if, if they gave me $100, maybe I'll think about it. But bacon is that good. So to have this plant bacon or, you know, this ghost bacon, because this bacon wasn't real. It had the texture of bacon, you know, it looked like bacon, but it wasn't bacon. It was a shell of bacon. It was... It wasn't, it wasn't bacon. It was ghost bacon. Shit was crazy. Woof. Speaking of ghost shit, man, have you ever been ghosted? I have. That shit sucks. But I've also ghosted people. I mean, that's the, that's the lay of the land now. If you think about like how, how crazy the internet is, social media, you're meeting thousands of people a day, possibly, or, you know, you're on your phone, you're just scrolling and it's like, Everybody's on their phone. So it's easy to just throw off people as just pieces of data. That's like, like they're not real people. And though, for those who do not know what ghosting is, ghosting is when you uh, are in a, maybe a romantic or, or in a relationship because friendship is a relationship and you just stop talking. You just cut it off. It's like, you was like, hey, what's up? You know, blah, 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 blah. You know, one day, and the next day, you don't talk to him for the rest of your life. It's just, you just, you die, essentially. You die, and you go somewhere else. And, you know, and just to add a, a, another point, when you ghost, sometimes, you know, there's a term haunting. Ghosts leave for a couple of months, come back, try to see if you got the same thing. But, you know, that's neither here nor there, you know, telling too many secrets. That is the old life that I used to live. So, I only mentioned that. You know, ghosting is because sometimes when you ghost somebody, oh man, that shit can bite you in the ass. Um, I remember an awkward moment in college. I went to Alabama and um, shout out, you know, Bulldogs. Uh, I was out here, you know, I didn't have a real relationship. I, I was just 
out here uh, dating or whatever, uh, sowing my wild oaks, as they say, and coming to America. And I met this young lady at a party. You know, of course, we did the back and forth, the, the talk game, and which it, it, le- it led to, which led to sex. <clears throat> and we, we became friends with benefits because, hey, commitment doesn't even exist in college. I don't care what you say. You know, I've known, you know, outliers in which they got married. But mm, about 80% are just trying to uh, explore their their uh, sexual prowess. So this was no different. I uh, We went back and forth. Uh, she'll call me at 1 a.m. I'll text her, are you up? She'll come after the club. You know, uh, I'll put in No Bullshit by Chris Brown. Shout out to that song. But as most hookups or friends with benefits situations go somebody will eventually catch feelings it it happens you know when you uh sex is a connection and transfer of of energy so when you uh transfer energy back and forth like that you will get embedded with you know some of that that other person's uh essence it's like oh i really fuck with you because i've been giving my body to you i've been giving you my time i've been giving you my energy so she caught feelings me being immature at the time i was like you know uh i'm good on that you know uh i don't know how to communicate my feelings so i'm just gonna stop talking to you and i'm gonna ghost you then talk to her then hit her up then not answer any of her calls it was a really dickhead move you know Hey, but hey, the Lord is working on us. I am a better person now. Still working on me, but I'm not he uh, who was that guy. So time has passed. You know, I've not talked to her. I moved on in life. I met this new girl. She was dope. Dope as any girl could be. You know, she has all my interests. You know, she was funny. Uh, we really connected on, on a level. Hadn't had sex yet, but, you know, that wasn't important. You know, when you really connect with somebody, that's just a, a bonus, bonus points. So, uh, one particular night we was hanging out, and then uh, we get a, a knock on, on her apartment door. And I was like, oh, you suspecting somebody? She's like, nah, you know, uh, I think my homegirl's supposed to be coming over. She came to the door. Apparently, we had the same acquaintances. Uh, it was the girl that I had ghosted. Woo! My face, when she opened the door... And we locked eyes. And I was like, damn, I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to get out of this situation. I got a lot of tricky situations in my life. Uh, but this one was, uh, it was, a, it was a quite the awkward one. Because the way she looked at me, immediately uh, the girl that I was dealing with caught that look and then looked at me uh, shady. And I, I don't know, they was talking and then uh, they walked up to me and was like, hey, you know my homegirl, blah, blah, blah. You know, y'all, y'all were uh, good friends at one point. And I was like, yeah, hey, how you doing? Uh, the girl gave a dry, you know, hey, you know, hey, how you doing, John? And then the girl that I, that I was speaking with began to do 21 questions. Now, I won't say exactly what happened. Ah, that's, not, that's not important. All you know is that I got caught up. But I left there feeling quite awkward and quite defeated. And that taught me an important lesson that day, you know, when it comes to ghosting. First of all, if you're not interested in somebody or you're not feeling the same way they feel, just tell them. Be honest with them. It's like, hey, communicate. Hey, girl, we've been having good sex. But I don't feel that we will progress in the relationship in a healthy manner. So I I choose 
to step away. But instead of that, and which most people do nowadays, they don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with whatever the fuck you have to say. Sometimes ghosting is good. Abusive, uh, abusive relationships uh, included. So uh, sometimes you don't need to give them that, that goodbye. But in the cases where you feel connected, this person is really digging you, you need to talk to them. They may be hurt, but they'll be more hurt than not, you know, it's like, damn, he just disappeared off the face of the world. Or, or damn, I was really feeling her, but she just uh, she just don't want to hit me up no more. Damn, that's so fucked up. I, I don't fuck with ghosting. Um, you know, I've grown. I've learned the lessons. I've been ghosted. Shit wasn't fun. And when you when you're going through it, it's just like uh, it's like you're just trying to you feel shameful. And I, I just don't fuck with that. But um, one thing that I do fuck uh, is black unity. You know, this past weekend I went to one music fest. I was talking about that when we was talking about that slutty vegan because it was one of the food trucks there. Shout out to them once again. I mean, even though the the burger was. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was a solid seven. Uh, it's they still had hella line. Uh, still was the most popular thing there. But went to this one music festival. Isn't if you ever been to Atlanta, uh, on some tour shit, you've been to Centennial Park. That's where you know they 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 kicked off the Olympics in '96. Uh, beautiful park, hella fountains, hella water. It's it's not a a huge park, but it's big enough for a festival. I love Black Unity because. As I always say, black people are not a monolith. They are beautiful. They're so diverse. And this festival showed that. I mean, it had rap. It had R&B. It had alternative music. It had all that shit. Anything you needed. It had, it had art. It had, uh, they were selling incense, CBD. They were selling CDs. The radio was there. Uh, even the, the Falcons. They had uh, Rellos for the smokers there. It had every black shit that she wanted. They had tacos for the, the taco people because people like tacos now. They had uh, jerk chicken because motherfuckers love some Jamaican food. They had uh, ribs and seafood. They had all all the food that you need. But the music, man, they had Wu-Tang was there, which Wu-Tang brought out uh, Whitey B, who's the son of ODB. That nigga looked exactly like his dad. That shit was was scary how, how uh, the same that they looked. Uh, they had DMX. Oh, man. The 12-year-old, 11-year-old me was so hyped looking at DMX, rapping all the songs I used to be uh, just listening to in the headphone. Dunna, 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 dunna. They don't know who we be. You know, y'all know, know what's going on. But um, they had 3-6 Mafia. Slop on my knob. Like corn on the cop, check in with me and do your dog. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask, don't have to bid. I mean, they had all the motherfuckers out there. They had Gangsta Boo there. You know the last time Gangsta Boo was with 3-6 Mafia? Project Pata. Shout out to uh, uh, Tanaja. Uh, that one time in college where she hit up, she knew Project Pat and she had, uh, had hit him up. And we were like having a, a conversation with him. That was forever a moment in college history. But all that shit, Juicy J, uh, Crunchy Black, DJ Paul, uh, who else? Ari Lennox. Man, uh, man, I love Ari Lennox as much as I love Doja Cat for two different reasons. I mean, I just love the way she she uh, uses the fuck out of all the vowels in the alphabet, all the E's 
and the eyes. Oh, man. Because uh, uh, it was so hot. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. I didn't actually get to see her, like, full front, but I heard her. Uh, who else was there? Um, we had Usher. We had, like, uh, the horrible uh, DJing of KP the, the Great. Even though he brought out all the, the niggas from Atlanta, from Lil Nas X to Waka Flocka, them transitions were trash, bro. I mean, I mean, just straight up. But this is, this is you know, this is cool shit. I, I still fuck with you setting that shit up. Uh, Gucci was there. Uh, shit, it it was a good ass festival. Like I this this is like my third year going. Uh, I really fuck with it. But you know what I fuck with the most, like I said, it's the black unity. Oh, so many beautiful black people out there sweating their ass off because it was a hundred degrees outside, and I had to create a a fictional uh sub festival called Shade Fest, in which I just listened to the music in the shade, and everybody else was in that shit too. The sun, if you went in the sun, you was going to pass out. Like, straight up. Are you going to get sunburned? Because black people get sunburned. And we, you know, the, the melanin in our skin cannot handle the goddamn uh, rays of the sun. I thought that it, it, it could at one point when I went to uh, a mission trip to Jamaica when I was like 13 with, with, with the church. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I have uh, I have black skin, so we black people don't get sunburned wrong was peeling like a motherfucker but that's neither here or there yeah but it was beautiful black people beautiful women i mean golly i mean all shapes sizes uh just different type of black people because black people are not the same and they just came together that shit was so beautiful uh they played swag surfing 23 times during the whole two-day festival because every time that shit go on Niggas gonna move side to side, left to right, left to right. Cause you know, you got the white people in the crowd, so you gotta make sure everybody's on beat. But such a great fest. I mean, you gotta check it out. It's in it was at Centennial Park. It was hot. It was in the city. It was it was Atlanta as fuck. You know, it had it just had the vibe of Atlanta, you know. Cause we got the the weird art people. We got the the gangsters there. You know, the fact that, you know, you, you, you'll you have uh, people wearing uh, cargo shorts next to people wearing uh, the, the high water pants and the brunch boots. It's just a beautiful thing. They swag surfing together. This is the shit that uh, uh, Martin Luther King wanted. I mean, of course, he wanted a little black kid and a little white kid. But, hey, black people are in the center of the city. They're having a good ass time. Ain't nobody fucking with each other. They're letting everybody rock. Uh, the only bad thing is that it was hot. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. But, um, it was, it was still a great thing. You know, I love my black people, love my black women. Hey man, love the brothers. We gotta, we gotta stick together. Uh, it was just, Hey, if you get a chance, you know, Google that shit, look at when it's coming out next year, take a trip there. You know, Atlanta's a beautiful city. Don't move here. There's too many motherfuckers here. But check out that festival, One Music Fest, because that was some cool shit. Hey, man, if you have any questions, if you want to contribute to uh, my weird, awkward, and cool podcast with any uh, weird thoughts or awkward stories, like um, have you ever been caught up by your folks or, you know, caught up doing some dumb shit when you were a teenager? When I was a teenager, 
I got caught uh, smoking weed because I sent a text saying that I was high. Super high off of Super Kush. If you have stories like that, send it over to our uh, email. WeirdAwkwardCool at gmail.com. That's WeirdAwkwardCool at gmail.com. And we'll answer any questions. We'll talk about topics. You know, I just want to make this a forum where all the people who um, express themselves differently than than the uh, societal norm can just come and really just, you know, kick back your feet. Listen, you know, uh, join in the conversation. I mean, today we was talking about ghosting. If you have any ghosting stories, please send it to me and we'll discuss it on the next episode. You know, we'll we'll get to the bottom of it because it's all about black excellence here. And if you have some cool shit that happening to you, uh, does your kid, uh, you know, dis- discover a way to help uh, the neighborhood? Did, uh, did you get a promotion at your job? Uh, did you just get married or engaged? I mean, I want to hear about it, man. That's all cool shit, man. I'm, I'm here for all the weird, awkward, and cool shit. And this is the Weird, Awkward, and Cool Podcast. And I'm John. Holla!